You are listening to The Culture Radio, only on The Culture. You are listening to The Culture Radio, only on The Culture. You are listening to The Culture Radio, only on The Culture. You are listening to The Culture Radio, only on The Culture. You are listening to The Culture Radio, only on The Culture. You are listening to The Culture Radio, only on The Culture. You are listening to The Culture Radio, only on The Culture. You are listening to The Culture Radio, only on The Culture. You are listening to The Culture Radio, only on The Culture. You are listening to The Culture Radio, only on The Culture. You are listening to The Culture Radio, only on The Culture. You are listening to The Culture Radio, only on The Culture. You are listening to The Culture Radio, only on The Culture. You are listening to The Culture Radio, only on The Culture. You are listening to The Culture Radio, only on The Culture. You are listening to The Culture Radio, only on The Culture. You are listening to The Culture Radio, only on The Culture. You are listening to The Culture Radio, only on The Culture. You are listening to The Culture Radio, only on The Culture. You are listening to The Culture Radio, only on The Culture. You are listening to The Culture Radio, only on The Culture. You are listening to The Culture Radio, only on The Culture. You are listening to The Culture Radio, only on The Culture. You are listening to The Culture Radio, only on The Culture. You are listening to The Culture Radio, only on The Culture. You are listening to The Culture Radio, only on The Culture. You are listening to The Culture Radio, only on The Culture. You are listening to The Culture Radio, only on The Culture. You are listening to The Culture Radio, only on The Culture. You are listening to The Culture Radio, only on The Culture. You are listening to The Culture Radio, only on The Culture. You are listening to The Culture Radio, only on The Culture. You are listening to The Culture Radio, only on The Culture. You are listening to The Culture Radio, only on The Culture. You are listening to The Culture Radio, only on The Culture. You are listening to The Culture Radio, only on The Culture. You are listening to The Culture Radio, only on The Culture. You are listening to The Culture Radio, only on The Culture. You are listening to The Culture Radio, only on The Culture. You are listening to The Culture Radio, only on The Culture. You are listening to The Culture Radio, only on The Culture. You are listening to The Culture Radio, only on The Culture. You are listening to The Culture Radio, 
Only on The Culture. You are listening to The Culture Radio. Only on The Culture. You are listening to The Culture Radio. Only on The Culture. You are listening to The Culture Radio. Only on The Culture. You are listening to The Culture Radio. Only on The Culture. You are listening to The Culture Radio. Only on The Culture. to the culture radio only on the culture you are listening to the culture radio only on the culture you are listening to the culture radio only on the culture you are listening to the culture radio only on the culture you are listening to the culture radio only on the culture you are listening to the culture radio only on the culture you are listening to the culture radio only on the culture you are listening to the culture radio only on the culture you are listening to the culture radio only on the culture you are listening to the culture radio only on the culture you are listening to the culture radio only on the culture you are listening to the culture radio only on the culture you are listening to the culture radio only on the culture you are listening to the culture radio only on the culture you are listening to the culture radio only on the culture you are listening to the culture radio only on the culture you are listening to the culture radio only on the culture you are listening to the culture radio only on the culture you are listening to the culture radio 
Only on The Culture. You are listening to The Culture Radio. Only on The Culture. You are listening to The Culture Radio. Only on The Culture. You are listening to The Culture Radio. Only on The Culture. You are listening to The Culture Radio. Only on The Culture. You are listening to The Culture Radio. Only on The Culture. You are listening to The Culture Radio. Only on The Culture. You are listening to The Culture Radio. Only on The Culture. You are listening to The Culture Radio. Only on The Culture. You are listening to The Culture Radio. Only on The Culture. You are listening to The Culture Radio. Only on The Culture. You are listening to The Culture Radio. Only on The Culture. You are listening to The Culture Radio. Only on The Culture. You are listening to The Culture Radio. Only on The Culture. You are listening to The Culture Radio. Only on The Culture. You are listening to The Culture Radio. Only on The Culture. You are listening to The Culture Radio. Only on The Culture. You are listening to The Culture Radio. Only on The Culture. You are listening to The Culture Radio. Only on The Culture. You are listening to The Culture Radio. Only on The Culture. You are listening to The Culture Radio. Only on The Culture. You are listening to The Culture Radio. Only on The Culture. You are listening to The Culture Radio. Only on The Culture. You are listening to The Culture Radio. Only on The Culture. You are listening to The Culture Radio. Only on The Culture. You are listening to The Culture Radio. Only on The Culture. You are listening to The Culture Radio. Only on The Culture. You are listening to The Culture Radio. Only on The Culture. You are listening to The Culture Radio. Only on The Culture. You are listening to The Culture Radio. Only on The Culture. You are listening to The Culture Radio. Only on The Culture. You are listening to The Culture Radio. Only on The Culture. You are listening to The Culture Radio. Only on The Culture. You are listening to The Culture Radio. Only on The Culture. You are listening to The Culture Radio. Only on The Culture. You are listening to The Culture Radio. Only on The Culture. You are listening to The Culture Radio. Only on The Culture. You are listening to The Culture Radio. Only on The Culture. You are listening to The Culture Radio. Only on The Culture. You are listening to The Culture Radio. Only on The Culture. You are listening to The Culture Radio. Only on The Culture. You are listening to The Culture Radio. Only on The Culture. You are listening to The Culture Radio. Only on The Culture. You are listening to The Culture Radio. Only on The Culture.
stuff that hasn't happened yet. Uh, we may do some strafing to keep people from going out in the streets and even trying to vote. Because obviously, we have a president who's not a president. He's showing his colors in many different ways. Famous old saying was, beware the Ides of March, which was the middle of the month. There's an Ides in every month. We're in August. It's the 15th. Technically, tomorrow would be the midpoint in 31 days. But the Ides are around the middle of the month. Again, I believe in that balance naturally or just philosophically between good and bad. As I've said many times, if there was no bad, you wouldn't recognize the good. But sometimes you can be inundated with bad and you kind of say, really, is this what I have to deal with? You do, as I said a long time ago, when we're apathetic and we see a guy running who is just insulting the person he's running against and you figure, well, what's the difference? They're both bad, they're both ugly, she's crooked, he's this, whatever. And too many people stayed home. And we got the bottom of the barrel Crooked Hillary, as he called her, was at least someone that we knew how she performed and she could handle things. When you find the person who insults everybody else because they're too weak to show you their real personality, <coughs> you end up getting someone that will have to subjugate anyone who comes around them or anyone within their domain. And when a domain is the United States of America, Slowly but surely, and in the background, must give him credit, he's been working on this for years. People at the beginning figured, well, he's got to figure out how to be presidential. He used to make jokes about that, and everybody thought he was just joking. He wasn't joking. He was making fun of everybody who thought he was going to be what they expect a president should be, or he'd learn while in office. No, 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 no. He formed a character that he liked being, and he will not change it. He doesn't even bother hiding it. We bother laughing at it or commenting about all the things that he has us looking at that aren't even important. They may sound important, but while he's doing it, it's just like any performer, magician, who doesn't want you to see their trick. So they want you to wonder, how did they do that? Well, the bottom line is all the distractions are what everybody's been focusing on. I've been saying you got to stop. He's back to one of his basics. Imagine the man is bringing out what he did with Obama. With Obama, they called it birtherism. They said, well, he wasn't born here. I haven't seen his birth certificate. Has anybody seen Trump's? Do we really need to see it? Personally, when I hear that, I think Trump is an alien. And in fact, I would say as an alien, he was probably from Saturn. The reason I say Saturn is because he runs everybody around in rings. He keeps circling around and changing different things. But the bottom line is that I subtitled today's show, Dirt, Doubt, and Lies. Everybody has to understand. You can't get apathetic. You can't decide that you're worried about catching a virus and voting. I would put my mask on, I'd put three masks on, wear 14 pairs of underpants if I had to, to stand in line and make sure I vote. 
because this man, if anybody's been listening to any normal news, he put a man who's a major contributor who knows nothing about the postal system, who is turning off everything. <clears throat> He's worried about all these ballots getting in through the mail because people trying to use it. He's got people who he's spending money from his donors who are filing lawsuits that you can't use absentee ballots or mail-in voting. People should stop doubting who this man is. Authoritarianism, no matter what you call the guy, there are plenty of people on this planet like his friend Vladimir Putin. He's called president. You think he's the president of a democratic country? Castro was called president. Didn't make him any more democratic. We have to stop fooling ourselves. And no matter who you voted for, no matter what, the only way at this point that we're going to take back our country is for an overwhelming bunch of people. And if you have people who can't make it or need a, a trip, take them with you. If you have to carry them on your shoulders, take them to the polling places. Make sure they're in line so that when voting starts, start on the first day you can. Most people are unemployed now anyway, most average people. If you come in late for work since you're essential and they can't even replace you in most cases, what are they going to do, fire you? The only way we're going to absolutely be sure of what happens is to make ourselves go to the polls no matter what we have to wear to shield ourselves, it's less dangerous to have the possibility of catching this virus than it is to be under his domain next year when he won't care who's in Congress or who's in the courts. He will then be unbridled. He's been playing around this year, but he's been fixing it so that he listens to no one. And he will listen to no one, including Mitch McConnell, the Republicans, if they're too stupid to see it, what they've released on the country. As I said also, way back, when you vote, and this was before the coronavirus, I said not only go and fill out the ballot, most of us have cell phones nowadays. Take a picture of your ballot. No one can stop you. It's your ballot. When you're in that little booth, it's supposedly private. If somebody comes up and said, what are you doing? I say, I'm taking a picture of my ballot so I can always send it in if I have to, electronically. We are faced with a very serious problem. We have a man who the party he chose to use is still not get recognizing what he's going to do if he gets back in. And they're still enabling him. They can easily stop him. They can easily call a hearing in the Senate. Will they bother? No. And he's placed people so that they don't think about bothering. As I said, the thing with Donald is how much money he can take out of our treasury and put in his pocket. And that's the thing they haven't really focused on. At this point, because of my background and having dealt with people who are as scurrilous and underhanded as he is, I will tell you he has put at least a half a billion dollars into his companies and stuff by the way he's 
taken over parts of our government and run contracts, imprisoned little children in tents that he has contractors put up who pay him a piece of what they get. People, I've been spelling it out for you. What's important now is, as I've spelled it out, we all need to vote. And unless you're too sick to walk, cover yourself with whatever shield you think you need. A lot of you feel the masks are useless anyway. Go vote from when it starts, wherever you live, till when it finishes. Be in line so that they can't close the line. There'll be plenty of people there from the ACLU while he has his mobses and paramilitary people there trying to persuade you not to vote. This is really serious. If you want to become a subject who can only do or only listen to whatever Donald tells you to do and allows you to do what he says, then don't take me as serious. Anyhow, we're fortunate to have someone who will be a little calmer, maybe. My alter ego is here. She has a lot of stuff she wants to impart to you. I'll make comments, but when I said dirt, doubt, and lies, there is no doubt that what you're going to hear and what he's going to spin, he has openly said. Now, I've worked within the postal process. I've worked at postal processing facilities. We only spend money to put a big processing machine in centers where we get a lot of this stuff accumulating so we could then send it out. You do not, as you'll hear them say, this postmaster general, well, we're moving the machines to use them. But no, wherever they spent the money to put those machines, it was because that was where they were accumulating more mail and needed to process it. And you know what? I've talked before about a legal term that is not often used or understood. It's called depraved indifference. That's someone who would walk up and kill you without even thinking about it. Someone who doesn't think about anything except what they want. When he is shutting down the mail because of the vote, he is causing not just veterans, but a lot of seniors who are on medication where we forced everybody to save money and get it through the postal system. When people run out of medication and they order it, it's going to get slowed down because it's in the mail. They don't separate the different pieces of mail. So he, forget the coronavirus, he's going to cause the death of many more Americans because of drugs that they live on. That may not seem like serious drugs, but without it, their life could stop. It's that simple. So you are in a battle. You know how people would come up to me when I'd say I'm a veteran? They'd say, oh, thank you for your service. And I sometimes tell them if I've got the time, I said, I still serve. And that's what I'm doing now. And that's what I'm asking all of you. You don't need an AR-15. You don't need a pistol. This is different. This battle is being fought on our streets and in our counties and our legislatures. You have to vote. It's that simple. 
and there are more people registered as Democrats and independents and progressives and Martians or whatever you want to call yourself than there are Republicans. And there are many Republicans who still remember what it means to be a good Republican. Remember, I told you my favorite presidents are still Abraham Lincoln and Dwight Eisenhower, even though I generally vote Democratic. I vote for the lesser of two evils. In this case, anybody who's really been watching this con artist has to understand that this is your major chance to make sure our country gets back under our control. And don't just vote for Joe, uh, for Joe Biden. Vote to change the Senate wherever you are. If there's a Republican who sits in your Senate, put a Democrat in because we need to give Biden, unfortunately, we need to give him a Congress that cooperates with him, which means generally from his party. So keep the House Democratic, change the Senate to Democratic, because you know what? No matter what Joe wants to do for us, the first thing he's going to have to do when he gets in there and starts to realize how Donald, as I've said many times, has hollowed out our government, he's going to have to replace people who will let go, ask them to come back in some cases. So he's going to have to rebuild our organization. This little thing I put on here way back when I started, MIH, make it happen. That has always been my attitude since I was a kid. When I saw Camilla Harris talking, she said her mother would ask her when she came home from school, if anybody did anything, her mother would say, well, what did you do about it? Mother taught her to be independent and say, when something happens, you've got to exercise your right to make it better, to change it. That's what Make It Happen is all about. And I've done that all my life. I haven't waited for someone else to come along because sometimes their first reaction, if you recognize the situation and do something, you may save a life. Anyway, I could go on forever like this, but I'm going to put my alter ego on so we get back to some of the topics that in case you've missed them, or haven't thought about them, or haven't done some research. we got to stop being lazy and apathetic, folks. It's a very human trait that we love convenience. We like simplicity. This is one time where we have to rise to the occasion and not let anything stop us. My alter ego. Good morning. It's always very good to be here. Hope everybody is well. Uh, before I start my agenda, I just want to continue talking about the post office because I want a campaign. I want people to start going out and protesting in front of your senators and state and local federal offices against what's happening to our post office, who, by the way, is hundreds of years old. I want everyone, everyone, you've got to start reading. You've got to start understanding your government, American voters, or you will continue down the path of the dictatorship we have now because you're not paying attention and you think it would never happen. I believe in history, and I believe that you have to understand history to understand your present and what your future is going to be like. 
the U.S. Postal Office is a constitutional entity. Please go and read Article 1, Section 8, Clause 7, known as the Postal Clause or the Postal Power. It empowers Congress, not the President, to establish post offices and post road. It has the constitutional authority to designate mail routes. Ask yourself, and I will say even you people that support Donald Trump because you wanted the white guy and your racism will not let you get away from yourselves, we pay for this. Congress has the power, not the president. There was a time when they actually made the post office a cabinet position, which is not what the founding fathers wanted, and they took it away. So this thing that's going on here, and you're actually, your senators, Republican corrupt senators and House representatives sitting back and doing nothing because he wants to hurt Democrats or blue states, it's pathetic. And you need to get up and you need to say something. Because if you don't say anything, we're all going to be lost. The postal system was established in 1775. Do the math, people. Do the math. And you'll see how many years we've had this wonderful system. You will never find this anywhere in the world. I don't care where you travel. And the biggest mistake that Europe made many years ago was they got rid of their postal system, and now you have to do like you do in a lot of other countries. Go to some central location, travel to get your mail, pay an exorbitant amount of money to mail a letter or a package. I love the post office. 50 lousy cents that you pay for a letter to go anywhere in the U.S., it's nothing. I don't want to pay UPS and FedEx, which is what the Republican Party has been trying to do for years. Sell it, get rid of it, because they own shares in these companies. You know what it takes to send a lousy little envelope, UPS, here in the state of Florida to another entity? $10.73 if it's a business and more if it's residential. Why should I pay that? Another thing, and again, I got to keep with the historical fact, Benjamin Franklin was the first postmaster general. The routes that you see today, the way packages are priced and letters, which is standardized across the United States, he did that. Remember that. This is the problem when young people and old people and everybody else forget why we have what we have and you let wealthy people, or pretend wealthy people, like Donald Trump, because really Putin is running this country, not him, and you are allowing it. They should never be doing this. They're taking the mailboxes that people need in their community. They were ripping them out, and they're not putting it back. Now they're talking about after the election, we'll see what we will do. The sorters that mail 
postal workers use to sort the mail. They've been taking the equipment that costs millions of dollars, people, and destroying them. That is how crooked, that is how much of a lying piece of crap we have as a president and lying piece of crap that we have as Republican senators and Republican governors. They sound like a bunch of parakeets. They all say the same thing. They get their little memo the night before, and none of them have any brain to even say enough is enough. People, do not sit home and allow this to happen. So uh, this is all I'm going to say about it, but please go and read the Constitution. This is not a made-up entity. And for all of you that think, well, I can just do everything by email, hell no, you can't, okay? I am one of those people that refuses to pay any bills by the Internet. I want my letter. I want my invoice. I want my bill. There's a reason why I do that. And there's a lot of us across the country that do that. And all you people sitting in eastern, western states and little small towns in the south, a job in the post office is probably the biggest job you have in your communities, which means that when they do what they do, you will be out of work. Think about that and stop thinking about the fact that you hate every black person in this world, that you somehow feel entitled to this country. You came to this country. You took land away from the people that were already here. Then you got the benefit of 400 plus years of free labor, of treating an entire race of people like they were less than animals. And you still sit today and act like somebody is coming after you when you control everything. You look at the Senate, 99% white. Look at the House. Look at every state. What the hell are you complaining about? Stop it and start saving the things that matter in this country. So please go and look it up. 1775, why would you want to destroy it? Why would you allow a man who we don't even know where the hell he comes from? Because frankly speaking, Russia is very good at putting spies and plants. Remember the Manhattan Project. It was inundated with Russians, and we didn't even know it at all levels of our government, dictating and stealing our ideas. This is what's happening now. Has he ever proven where the hell he comes from? Yet you sit there and you believe the crap that he says. He doesn't even pay taxes, never has proven anything, but he'll call out other people. You would never allow your children to do that. Why do you allow a grown-ass liar to actually take you in these directions? People, America needs to be saved. I am an immigrant, and I love this country because I really have made my life here. And it hurts me to see that the last democratic country truly is going to hell. Wake up. By the way, when it comes to the internet or modern means of communication or interacting, there are plenty of countries, and you could start by looking at North Korea. They have an internet. 
but it is controlled as to what can come in and what can go out. So once he takes care of the post office, once he basically castrates everybody else, the Republicans who think he's just picking on the Democrats are going to find out he has no need for them either. And he will just appoint people who will control what flows in and out of the Internet and the rest of it. The sad part is, He'll be just like everybody else, except he won't have to pay for anything, so maybe he'll stop taking our money because he doesn't need to collect it. He now does what he wants or orders people to do what he'd like to happen, build him a new house, put a road in, whatever. You've got to understand an authoritarian person. They don't stop till they have total control. You can look back at other countries like Iran and Iraq and other ones when you've had people who were like that, they've murdered their own family when they felt. And go back in history, it's the same thing. And by the way, my alter ego, when she was doing her research and I looked at some of the papers, 1775 was when they kind of formalized the postal system. So almost a year before we were officially a country. But if I remember, it goes back to we already had it in the early 1700s, around 1702. 1706 so, to be exact. Or 1706. So this is a system, and I have traveled to many countries. There is no other country where you can spend 50 cents and send a letter from one side of the country to the other. Okay? Right now, that's all in doubt. And as I said, you're going to be voting when you vote to stop a man who between now and Election Day, we will have debts because of the machinery that's been shut off. Drugs and arrests will not be there for people who need it. You want to really speak up for your fellow citizens, your countrymen, your family members? When you start seeing them dying because they don't have their drugs and you can't get to a hospital because they're all crowded with people from coronavirus, understand what this man is doing whatever it takes to be in power. Anyway. So I want to I talk about our next topic here. Donors. By the way, I'm Jewish. I'm a Latina. I'm a mix of a lot of things. Very disappointed in the Jewish community. It only goes to show you that money is all that matters. And it's not just here in America, by the way. It's everywhere. But I talk about America because... We hold ourselves out as being better than anybody else in the world, and that's not true. We now have a dictator. We're very racist here. We really don't take care of our people as we should. The man that you see on the screen, Mr. Adelson, is a very wealthy Jew. Actually, he's in the casino business. He gives over $100 million plus to Republicans and has given to uh, Trump, and it includes giving to these dark uh, super PACs that we don't know anything about, and we have to thank Justice Roberts, who believes that companies and everybody else now have a right to give unlimited and ungodly amount of money to elections. This man here gives to Trump because Supposedly, he only cares about what happens in Israel, though he lives here and enjoys all the benefits of what we 
the average person pays for because the police will react to him quicker than he will react to me because he's a famous person and God forbid. Cities and counties will give him discounts on real estate taxes and everything because he's a wealthy person and God forbid that a wealthy person has to pay taxes. So the rest of us have to pay for their wonderful lifestyle as they complain and complain about taxes that they don't pay and how difficult it is for them and their children that you go to war for to make sure that their trust funds stay in place. You have got to start looking at these people for what they are. Suddenly we get a deal with Israel and the UAE. You know why? Because him and Trump had an argument a couple weeks ago. Trump wanted to know, why aren't you giving me more money? Why aren't you doing more for my campaign? Yeah, I should give you my billion dollars that I have while you lied in 2015 and 2016 that you were using your own money to fund the campaign. That was a lie. Actually, Russia was funding it, another loan to him, okay? An investment. An investment in the man who's continuing to bill and work on building hotels in Russia and making sure that jobs go to Russia. You see people, because you're not paying attention, this is where we are. So remember this gentleman here, Jewish guy. Remember that we have Jared Kushner and we have Mr. Miller. I call Mr. Miller a Russian Jew, I mean a, a German Jew, because there were Jews in Germany who supported Hitler and killed other Jews in the name of what I have no clue. So remember that not all Jews are for Jews. A lot of Jews go ahead and support people like Trump because they're racist, because they want to keep the power and money, and they believe that a person like Trump is gonna make sure that they that they, they're taken care of We'll go back to the history of Germany and see how many Hitler ended up killing in the end because they didn't need him. They just needed them in order to go into Poland and all these other areas and keep the Jews under control. And by the way, Lisa, good morning. And the Republican you're talking about is not unlike many who are out there who are sexual predators. Remember, Trump himself was one. You've seen videos of him. He's bragged about it. He then tries to lie his way out of it. Jeffrey Epstein, they murdered him because they didn't want anything to come out from him. But the point is that Jeffrey Epstein, again, you have Miss Maxwell. So, so Lisa, Republican Senator Lucy Lucido of Michigan has sexually harassed three women in the last three months in Michigan. He's running from a county prosecutor, and the Warren Fraternal Order of Police are endorsing him. He's a Trump-loving icon on the Internet. Michigan does not need a sexual predator as a prosecutor. Ronald Outlaw, people need to hear the truth. Thanks for giving it every weekend. Let me just say, Lisa, that... This is why people need to understand their local government. You need to understand who's running. You need to vote at the local level because if you don't, this is what you end up getting. People only focus on presidential candidates and forget that the district attorney in your government, in your local uh, uh, government, as well as your state, are important. 
Your city council members have a lot of power. Your mayors have a lot of power. Your judges for your state have a lot of power. You have to do your research up and down the ticket in your state, in your city, in local government people. Very, very important. Look, a lot of people throughout my life, I've always laughed and I've always discussed it with people who I know are at least listening. They'll look at me and they'll see that I'm white and they say, oh, he's white. I have the mix of everybody who came from my ancestry from the beginning of mankind in my body. I've always recognized it. My skin color doesn't change who I am or where I came from. So I never, never use color to divide who I talk to, who I respect, and what I do. I want to talk about the Portland police uh, uh, riots and marching that's taking place. But I want to talk specifically also to Black Lives Matter. The movement has to continue, but you've got to look at everything. It's not just about police brutality. It's about the right to vote. It's about the things that they're taking away and have been systematically taken away from you. The right of a woman to choose. The right to have equal pay. These are the things you have to march for. And I will tell you that when you're marching, do not give Trump the opportunity to stand there with his lying, corrupt face in front of the TV talking about you are anarchists and you are terrorists. He didn't say that when he told all the white people to go to the state governments armed with AR-15s and all these other things to liberate their state. Did you see the army going there and shooting them down and trying to get them away from government buildings? Absolutely not. You need to be afraid, America, because you should be able to march anywhere you want in this country, even in front of a government building, because we, the people, pay for that. We, the people, are the government. Stop talking about the government like it's some illusion. We vote for people. We put them in office. Republicans will get in office and lie and lie and lie about the government. And nobody says, well, why, are, why did you run? You know why they run? For the high salaries and the crooked deals they make in the background while they keep the rest of us clawing at each other. Please, when you're marching, do not throw stones and rocks at these governmental buildings. Don't give this man an excuse to do what he started doing yesterday, going to the suburbs, talking to white women, making them afraid that, oh my God, you're coming there to ruin their lives, the lives of their kids. This is the nonsense that they continue to do. Don't give them that ability. Please be careful. Keep the movement going. We should be marching for all of the things that need to change. Now is the time. And you need a leader that puts it all together, just like Martin Luther King did. We had Malcolm X, and we had others, and we had John Lewis. But you have to have a pattern. You have to have an organization that's going to force the change that we need. 
And one other thing, so that all people who are listening to lying Trump on TV, when they talk about defunding the police, it's not what he is telling you it means. It means we need to go back to how it used to be. We used to have two officers in a police car, not one. We used to have uh, different agencies that dealt with people who had mental issues, who had other things that a police officer really should not have to worry about. I should not have to worry whether you're mentally crazy, bipolar, tripolar, or any of those things. But Ronald Reagan took all of that away. So they're talking about having the community get involved, having the social services within the police department that gets involved so they can de-escalate issues. So that if somebody calls and says, hey, my husband, my wife, my child is bipolar or has certain issues and it's going a little crazy, you have the professionals that can actually handle it. Because I, as a police officer, the only thing I'm thinking of it's defending myself, and that's it. And remember that all of those buildings that people are throwing rocks or Molotov cocktails or anything else out to take out their anger, those buildings were built with our dollars that we worked for and sent to the Treasury. So it's like if you want to destroy something, burn your own house down, because that's what you're doing, and you're going to have to pay to fix it. And when they try and take over the government, they are spending your money, but the way they want for what they'd like. The country is founded on us getting what we'd like and treating us fairly. We need to get rid of a government that decides they're going to control us, because if you don't this time around, you will not believe how ugly it will get. And you will never be able to go back to what the founding fathers tried to do. And don't get me wrong. The founding fathers were not angels. They were slave owners. They did a lot of things they shouldn't have done. However, they put a document together that said about forming a perfect union. They didn't know that planes were going to be developed and all these arsenals that we have today. But they were talking about having some fairness along the way. Remember that. Go and read your history, America. Stop looking at cowboys and Indians and pretending that that's history. That's all a lie. It's just entertainment, just to make you feel good about yourself. Besides, you teach your children. Beside the native Indians who were here who came from somewhere else anyway, we all came here as immigrants. This is a country of immigrants. So... I want to talk about Paul Ryan, Social Security and Medicare. And this ties into the postal system. It ties into these outrageous tax cuts, trillions of dollars that Donald Trump has given himself and wealthy CEOs and wealthy business owners. All of them are laughing all the way to the bank. And we really haven't gotten anything. When he does this so-called payroll suspension, <laughs> where he, you don't have to pay your payroll taxes. Paul Ryan has tried for years to cut Social Security and Medicare. He actually made some statements where he said, people are getting more than what they paid for. Let me tell you something. I've been paying into Social Security and Medicare for over 30 years. If I sat here and did the calculation 
of interest rates and all these other things that my money should have been earning all these years, shut the hell up every Republican who's running and who's running this country telling us about how much we're getting versus what we've paid. Otherwise, give me all my money with all these, in, the interest for all these years and all of the money that has been accumulated through investments and let me figure out what I'm gonna do if this is the way you're going. They're looking to cut Social Security and Medicare people and the only way to do it is the way Donald Trump is doing it now with these payroll tax cuts that are gonna hurt people like you and I. The reason why we have Social Security was to make sure that Americans had some sort of retirement. Remember, the stock market crash, nobody had pensions, they didn't have anything. And thank God for the vision of a president who said, I wanna make sure that people would have something when they're no longer working. And here we at, bastards who have everything, their children who have no clue what it is to work and earn a living, trying to take it away. I will tell you this, the only thing that I believe that Social Security should be reformed is kick everybody off of Social Security that never should have been on it. If you never work, you should not be collecting it. That's number one. If you have all these children that you come up with all kinds of things, like in the South, they call it crazy checks. They go to schools and they tell the teachers, my child is ADD and HDHD and all these other things. And force the teachers to write letters so they can go down to the social security office and get disability payments. This is the kind of scam that's happening. And you know the states that ha do it more? Alabama, Arkansas, Kentucky, Maine, Mississippi, and West Virginia. That's what they're doing. More than 7% of their population are on disabled, are disabled beneficiaries or disabled people between the 18, age of 18 and 64. You gotta pay attention to what's going on in this country. By the way, we used to have mental health treatment. We're going, we're gonna go a little over because we started later, so don't worry. We need to finish what we're talking about. And when you heard my alter ego mention the state, she mentioned Kentucky. Kentucky is Mitch McConnell's state. Mitch McConnell not only benefited from the interstate highway construction that benefited him more, not only took more of the tax dollars that went in the federal than Kentucky ever sent to the United States, back to his state. But let me tell you, when we started to understand these things, we used to have mental health institutes and the rest of it. Again, Reagan killed most of that. So what do we do? People don't die in the streets. We don't want them going crazy. So they kind of wiggle them under. That's what she's explaining to you. Wiggle them under that. Let's treat them and use the money in the Social Security Fund. That's why it runs out earlier than it should have. Social Security and Medicare are group insurance, which meant they calculate it. So everybody pays into it. But people will die, okay? So everybody's not going to collect. So somebody who maybe put in $10 may end up getting $100 because they lived longer. Somebody who put in $1,000 may get no dollars because they died earlier. This is normal. 
This is actuarially determined. We try and adjust it. We've put something in so people have some way to live and something to live off of when they retire. We need to straighten out and put mental health back on the health plans and stuff. So pay attention to this. The Republicans are growing the deficit so that they can find an excuse to cut welfare programs. When you start dancing around people over a $1,200 lousy check that you're getting while the rich are getting millions, and you think that's a big deal, or these corporate tax cuts that Trump has done, the deficits that are being built, now they're talking about the trillion-dollar deficit. Oh, my God, how are we going to pay for it? Oh, we're going to cut welfare programs. we got to cut Social Security and Medicare. By the way, Ronald Reagan did the same thing, dipped into the Social Security trust fund to pay the general fund for all the crap he was doing, giving tax cuts to companies. Do not get excited when they're talking about tax cuts. Vote against it at every level of government. You need to vote against tax cuts. If you continue allowing this, we will continue paying for their yachts, their extra planes, their wonderful houses, and you are doing and getting nothing. The money that should be coming to our communities, we're not getting it. And I want every Southern state and Western state to listen to me. I've said this before. You ought to be kissing the foot of every Democratic state because they're the ones that are paying more money into the federal government that then goes to you. And you have the nerve to talk about what you are paying. You are paying nothing compared to what New York pays. And I'll go all the way out to California, Massachusetts, all these states who self-fund themselves for a lot of things that the federal government should be sending some of this money back to them. Instead, it goes to you. I think personally, Trump wants a revolution. Maybe the Democratic states should now stand up and give nothing to the federal government if this is the way we're going. But we need to keep this country as the United States of America. So pay attention. You should not want any payroll tax cuts. We already have one. I fear for the fact that I'm not going to be able to see my benefits. I fear that we're going to have to pay this money back come 2021. You cannot run the country on 20-something trillion dollars of debt that this man has put us in and he thinks is a joke and he likes to talk about the stock market. How many of you own any stocks? Majority of Americans don't own any stock. It's mutual funds, it's people with money, and this is how they do it. Instagram, only people who pay into Social Security should get it. I agree with that. Lisa, Michigan State Police did nothing about the white supremacy groups that storm our Capitol building in Lansing. No, because the president told them to go and do it. Liberate them. It's okay when the president tells a white Nazi group to go in and shoot up everything and liberate a state. By the way, you've got to understand the Constitution. States are supposed to have control over their states, not the federal government. 
And the Republicans are very good at talking about states' rights until they're in power. Suddenly, states' rights don't mean anything. They're taking it away. And Justice Roberts of the Supreme Court have allowed it and is chipping away at the power of Congress, taking our money, allowing Trump to take the money that's been allocated for other things to do whatever the hell he wants to do. All of these guys are compromised. All of these guys have something that they're hiding of why they're afraid to even make sure that our constitutional separation of powers are kept in place. Be very afraid, and I will tell you like the host, whatever it takes, you need to go out and vote. Stand online. If this is the game that Donald Trump and his party and his supporters want to play, then we will play just as nasty as them. Go out and vote or take your ballot in person to your supervisor of election and make sure that they make a record that you dropped it off. That's what we got to do. Let me just say, I've taught you about economics on a very basic level. This country, when my alter ego said, you know, kissing the feet of the people on the East Coast, the West Coast, the rest, let me remind you, we started as 13 colonies all on the East Coast. We bought or acquired one way or another the middle of the country and the western side of the country. We paid for the Louisiana Purchase, the Northwest Territories. We paid in blood in some cases on battles to get what was northern Mexico, which is now California. But this was all paid for by the original settlers who were here. So we're not asking for a dividend from them, but that land that we gave out that our brethren and the rest of the country have been developing so we have the most powerful economy on the planet. We invested at a very low rate when you consider it was hundreds of years ago, and now it's worth gazillion dollars. When you hear about hedge funds and stuff, let me explain what happens with the post office. George Bush Jr. made them start pre-funding retirement money. In fact, they're pre-funding retirement for people who aren't even working there yet, when you understand what they're pre-funding. What they're doing is having a deficit because they're collecting money and putting more of it in this reserve, this trust fund, so that when they privatize the post office, which is a takeover, which is what hedge funds do, they pay a couple of million to buy a company, then they bankrupt it, they sell the assets, and they reap all of these benefits. So what they're going to do, and this current post, postmaster we have is heavily invested in UPS and FedEx, because as my alter ego said, if you've got to pay their rates to send the letter, you'll see what happens. But they're going to have all this money accumulated in the post office when they take it over. They're going to, like Donald does, undervalue it when they buy it and then rob it and rape it when they own it. It's that simple. We can only stop this by us understanding it's our money that built it, our money that's there, and our money we are protecting by voting. I want everyone to go and look this up. This is based on what your host just said. The Postal Accountability and Enhancement Act, 2006. This was George W. Bush trying 
to take money from the post office to fund the general fund. And what he and the Republican did was force the postal system to fund 50 years out retirement benefits. Neither the federal government or private industry does that. So when they did this kind of stuff, they put the post office in a bind. They also added an extra day for delivery and they restricted them on how much they could charge. Now I want you to think 50 years out is almost three generations people. People that are not even born, they're funding out 50 years. It's not that the post office doesn't make money, it makes money. But this is what the Republicans did under Bush and it's the law. Please go and read it. Read all of the different things that they put in place to try to break the system that we use today. It's very important that people remember these things. Otherwise, you sit back and you figure, oh, what the heck? It's not that big of a deal. It is a big deal. You know, I'll make up some numbers so you'll get the point finally. If the post office at the end of the year collected $20 billion on all the services they provided, and that's far from the number. But just to give you an example, if they collected $20 billion for stamps and services and whatever, and then their operating costs were $10 billion, well, they collected 20 They shouldn't have a deficit, except when they're funding people who aren't even working there yet. When you go funding 50 years out, they had to take 15 of the 20 billion and stick it in the trust fund for the pensions, meaning they had only 5 billion left against the 10 billion of expenses. So of course they show a deficit. They took 20 billion out of our pocket and put 15 away so when they privatize it, they could take our money into their pocket. This is a shell game. This is a sham. We only stop it by changing the government, not just the president and the vice president. And as I said, all of us have the history of all our ancestors in us. Don't look at each other. Look at the people who are robbing you and telling you lies. And I want to continue talking about the deficits. I'm going to go back to Obama and back to Paul Ryan. Paul Ryan made a comment in one of his fantastic interviews about how Obama tripled the deficit. Let's go back in history. Wars used to be funded by all of us and it used to be carried on the books. And a genius Republican decided we're not gonna account on the books for any of these wars. When Obama came into office, he inherited the Iraq war and the Afghan war and some aspects of the war on terror that began, by the way, for all you people who don't remember, remember or even read in uh, history, under the Bush administration. He made up a war with Iraq, then went into Iran, Afghanistan, uh, Afghanistan because really he didn't want to capture Osama bin Laden because his family had and continued to have a lot of oil interest in that part of the country. So he put us in Iraq, then he went to Afghanistan, but guess what? It wasn't being carried in the books, the billions of dollars we were spending. And unfortunately, Obama, you're too much of a nice person trying to do the right thing. 
He comes into office, and the first thing Obama does, it says we got to carry this in the books. We have to show what our deficits really are. But Paul Ryan gets on TV, does his little, you know, interviews like they normally do because they know people don't understand budgets, finance, and accounting. And he says, well, look at what he did. He also had to fix a country that was devastated by Mr. Bush. The economy failed, banks failed, people are out on the street, houses are in foreclosure. People with money walked away from these houses. Imagine that, they, that's how people are. They wouldn't even pay for their responsibility. Then they had the nerve to try to blame it on poor people when it was the people with money who walked away from these expensive houses. A poor person can't afford no two, $300,000 home. 500, 600,000, but this is what they made the American public believe. So yes, he put it on the books because it wasn't being carried on the books and you weren't seeing how this, these wars were being accumulated. When the American public in the past were aware of what these wars were costing them, they became more vocal. They were able to say, hey, we don't want these wars. But since you're not aware, you don't care that we're fighting in Iraq and Afghanistan and starting wars all over the place because you're not invested. You're not invested in the fact that they're not, they're not calling you up to go and serve. You now volunteer. So if you don't have to go and serve, you're not invested. You don't go out on the street and say, we don't want this because you figure, hey, somebody else's child or husband or wife is going to go out and fight while I sit at home comfortably looking at TV and surfing the internet and figuring out what Kanye West and, and Kim Kardashian are doing. You let everybody else like us go out and fight for you. But when you have to get invested in it, then it's a different story. So please go back and take a look at what happened under the Bush administration and remember what Obama had to fix that now we were able to have this country economically back, that this man comes in and says, nothing is working. He didn't have to fix a damn thing, but he's very good at breaking it. Now, let me give you another thing that should make you feel better if you understand what our goal is to get back to a new normal, a life that we're supposed to have, a free country, the ability to do what we want. You could read all the history it teaches you. You could see where the trends are and what they're doing. China has become an unbelievable power because greed of a lot of our companies and people who own them put stuff over there so they could offshore the profits, not pay taxes, make more money, et cetera, et cetera. The TPP, the Trans-Pacific Partnership, was actually put together before Obama left office because he was going to have everybody in that in the Pacific Rim except for China. And all those other emerging countries were going to get a lot of the business, so China would be tamped down a little bit. But let me give you my view, because I dealt with foreign governments, including China, when they started to emerge and after they emerged. And I understand I could spend days explaining to you what they did and why. They studied capitalism, and they used it to make a lot of money and build up their power. On our dime, our dime. So I'm telling you that if we go forward with a new administration, we are going to focus, because I've dealt with these people before, we're going to focus more on India, 
and maybe Pakistan and some of these other countries in the Indonesian area where we will do more goods from there, from Latin America. By spreading it around, these governments start to balance each other. One of them doesn't become a powerhouse as China is with all of the money they took out of us. And when you look at Putin, I was laughing because if you remember when Donald Trump got elected and was shocked himself, the first per people he took in the Oval Office were two senior Russian people, okay? And no Americans were there. If you remember the thing, go back and look it up. Putin has a direct line into everything we're doing. So just as my alter ego explained earlier, the Manhattan Project, when we were in the midst of World War II and one of the things we were doing was trying to develop atomic weapons so that we could overpower Germany or Japan if they got to us, the Russians were embedded in all of the scientists at Los Alamos and every place else. Whatever we did or invented, they had the bomb. They didn't build it, but they had the bomb as quickly as we did. They didn't become a nuclear power by spending the money to do it. No, they spent less money to get in our pockets and see what we were doing. Well, <coughs> with a president who's been bought and cooperates, the NIH and all the ones that are working with our pharmaceutical companies, and I've been through these things with other areas of business, as we're developing vaccines and funding it, they're getting copies of whatever the hell's going on. I would not be shocked if some biochemist looks at Russia's vaccine that they wanted to register before anyone else, and they called it Sput Sputnik V because they want to rub our face in it because Sputnik was when they put someone up in space before we did. So they're reminding us how great they are. They're just reminding me how much they know how to steal what we do. So whether the vaccine came out of here or not, we will develop one. People who don't want to take vaccines because they want to wait and see if it's safe long run or they hate vaccines, again, we're going to have other treatments that will tamp it down. But we have to cooperate with each other. We need an administration that reminds us we're all in this together and an administration that takes the lead. Not says the governor should go out and find this and lets them all bid till the price gets high enough and then our government steps in and buys the ventilators at the highest price so they can resell it. And now that same man who said, I take no responsibility, is saying, we're selling ventilators to everyone. You can't have it both ways. The man is ripping us off through his consulting companies and the rest that this all has to go through. That's all he's about is money in his pocket. And as I said, when he tries to say Obama was not born here, now he's trying to say Kamala Harris, people have said, he always uses people have said, it's him. He's trying to make you doubt. That's why I titled it Dirt, Doubt, and Lies as my subtitle for this weekend. Remind yourself that I've proven, it just hasn't been reported out, that he broke two major laws during the election. He disqualified himself. He's been invalid. And when it comes out and finally gets reported, every judge he appointed will have to be taken off the bench, period.
I want you to also look at a picture I'm going to put up. I'm still talking about Social Security, but look at these people here. These are black, white, pink, and yellow people who have worked. By the way, blacks receive the least amount of Social Security benefits when they retire simply because of the nature of the jobs that they do. 73% of whites receive the highest benefits because they started out already with a leg up in everything in life. So for a lot of minorities who have paid into Social Security, they don't get a lot, but it's something is better than nothing because they've saved all over the years, like a person like me. So if you're 50 or 60, you need to think about what these people are trying to do with your benefits. You paid for it. I hate the word entitlement because they use the word in a very negative way, even though it should not be. Hell yes, I'm entitled to the money I've paid into Medicare, Social Security, and Medicaid. Three taxes that we pay on our paychecks when you work somewhere. And that Medicaid is usually to help those who don't make enough, don't have enough, and may not get Medicare coverage. So that's why we pay it, people. So do not let them say we got to cut entitlements for the things that we are paying for. So look, this is your mother, your father, your cousin, your uncle, your sister, your brother. Elder people living in the villages. I don't know what Trump has promised you. I guess he might have created a separate fund for you guys. And you somehow don't think that your Medicare and Medicare will be cut but he's going to look to cut it because that's what the Republicans have been trying to do for years. And they got the guy to make it happen. They want to means test you for social security benefits. How dare you? You didn't means test me when you were taking the taxes out of my paycheck. Don't be means testing me and deciding that because I made X amount of money, I should get 50% less or nothing in social security benefits. They're stealing so that they can fund their tax cuts to themselves. I want to talk about politics right now. Just quickly, let me say, when they use the term entitlement, they try and make you think that these people feel they're entitled to just get this, period. No, Social Security and Medicare are insurance plans that we all paid for, group insurance, that we all put money in so whoever survives gets to collect from it. It's not an entitlement. It's something we paid for, period. I want to talk about the elections. Um, we're going to post the links for the state of Florida, and we also have a map, if the map could come up. And this map and this link will be posted. It shows you every single race across the United States so that you can take a look at it. It has been updated as of August 13th and 14th. So whatever state you're in, you need to start doing your research on your candidates. And I'll tell you why. Here in the state of Florida, this just happened, August 14th. You have Republicans are now pretending that they are Democratic groups pushing a candidate. They're lying. They're actually calling some of their organization Vote Blue <laughs> because they're pushing 
Republicans and they feel that they have to lie to you. And so they were caught, this particular group that's being managed by David P. Healy. Remember the name of that attorney. Do not trust this man. He was also the man who did some gerrymandering that the court finally said was illegal. So don't trust. It's funny. We are supposed to respect the law, but we cannot trust these attorneys anymore. They're liars and corrupt, and it's really a shame. And I'm sure that there's some attorneys that are honest, but the ones that we are seeing under uh, uh, Trump and the Republican Party leaves much to be desired. So they were caught. They were trying to uh, push another guy, uh, Rick Ashby, and they tried to make him look like he was a progressive. People in For Florida, Patricia Sigmund is the actual Democratic candidate. You need to vote for her, not Rick Ashby. They were trying to push him as a Democratic progressive. He is not. He's a Republican. Remember that name. We'll probably post it for you to see. Very important. Very important that you keep up to date on what's happening, not just here in the state of Florida, but also across the country. Spend a little time. Look up some of these people. Find out what their backgrounds are and make sure that you're right, voting for the right person because the Republicans are doing so many things that I say to myself, how do you look your children in the eye? You're teaching your children to be liars and corrupt and cheaters. They will never go to school and actually learn anything because they are used to cheating to get it. And that is not the type of people you should want running this country in the future. Remember, this man is old, and a lot of people around him, except the 200 judges that him and Mitch McConnell have put at the federal level and in the Supreme Court, they're going to be there to keep their foot on your neck for 50-plus years. That's why the Senate is important. You cannot just vote for the president. You've got to vote for the Senate and the House. You've got to vote for your governors and your legislators. You've got to vote for your state and district attorneys. You've got to find out about your local judges, and you've got to make some informed decisions. That term, their foot on your neck, I think what happened, and I've tried to explain this to people, for years we've all heard about disparities. We've heard people grumble. But then we were finally faced with it. Somebody recorded it. We saw it in plain sight. That cop's knee on George Floyd's neck, killing him. And all these people who are out there, including in Portland, where I believe the population of Portland is over 80% white, they finally recognized that that wasn't just George Floyd or a black person that we've heard about and they get downtrodden and treated differently. That may be my neck tomorrow. That's why they're all in the streets. They woke up. Stay awake. Do not mail ballots. Wearing a mask and worry about coronavirus is safer than not getting your vote counted. And I want to say something to police officers. I'm a believer that you need police officers. Why? Because you don't want anarchy. You want people to feel safe. A lot of you move to the suburbs. Why do you do that? 
because you think you have a great community, uh, you got good schools, you got police officers. But there are a lot, and I lived in New York and New Jersey, and I have seen it for myself, cops shaking down people for money, okay? And I'm talking about a lot of them are white cops, but you got a lot of black cops that do the same crap because they're going along with the going along. Very shameful, the police benevolent association or union, as you want to call it. Very shameful that you actually defend people who are doing wrong. If I was a police officer, I don't really know what I would do. I know that I personally would probably be shooting everyone. So I'm glad I'm not a cop, right? But there are times, remember in the Wild West, all the wonderful things you see on TV about your uh, cowboys and Indian? They were always against the fact that you shot somebody in the back. It was always wrong even then. And they would actually arrest you because you have no justification for shooting somebody who's running away from you. If they turn to shoot at you, then that's a different story. Blow them away, of course. But it's shameful because it should be an honorable job. We should feel comfortable. We should feel safe. But it has become so politicized because you've decided that you can treat certain groups any kind of way you want, and you shouldn't be able to. And I'm going to talk to black community leaders. You cannot go to a white government and ask them to fix your problem in your communities, then get upset when they do whatever they do, and you're not even running for office at the local level or the state level, and then you have no snitch laws, you're protecting your children who are committing crimes, and you're not fixing the problem yourself. You either fix it yourself and leave the white people out of it, or you gotta work together to make it better. And police officers, you have to really carry yourself, just like how attorneys should be carrying themselves with some dignity and honor, which they're not doing anymore. They're showing and proving what Trump said when he was running, that the laws don't mean anything. And we have proven that because obviously it's not applying to him or to Mr. Flynn or to Mr. Cohen or to anybody that has been surrounded by him, no matter what they do. We want to respect our police officers. Police officers, you need to respect our communities and you need to respect people. If you arrest a white person who has a gun, you don't shoot him. You try everything under your power to arrest him and, and then come up with the excuse that he's got mental issues. <laughs> but you have no problem shooting a black person. Remember the history of America. You invented crime, not the slaves. You beat them, you shot them, you castrated them, you killed them. So I want to remind everyone to uh, make sure that they follow us. And I'm gonna put it up there. Follow us on Stitcher, Google Play Music, various podcasts that we have, Spotify. Of course, we're on Facebook, we're on Twitter, and we're on the Culture Radio. Please make sure you listen to us or look at us on all of these means, provide comments, and also make sure 
to send us any emails. Let me remind, yeah. On Facebook or Instagram, we're listed as AE, the word equals, then MC, and the word squared. That's how you'll find us there. When it comes to email or Gmail, you'll find us at AE, the word equals, then MC, then SQ, at gmail.com. Runs across the bottom. We're going to be closing shortly because we're almost done. But let me say this. As we've pointed out, from the Wild West to the current era, I was trained. I was military police, among other things, when I was in the service. And I was trained in much more than just standing there and directing traffic, let me tell you. Gas attacks, nuclear, whatever. Full training on how to deal with anything. Riots, insurrections, the middle of a war. Police are there for crime, generally speaking. We need separate people who are there for emotional and social problems. Police have a tough enough job. You put the uniform on or they know you're a policeman, there are people who think you're a target. We can never pay them enough. They are our frontline, in-country military to a certain extent. It doesn't mean we excuse them if they commit war crimes, because when they do things that are overboard, but we can't stretch them to do things that we don't need them. They're not a psychologist, a psychiatrist, a social worker. And when we create problems by not feeding our nation properly, by not having mental health coverage, by not having institutes, by not letting people get treated for whatever their problem is, <coughs> we don't need to talk about pre-existing conditions. We can almost make anything a pre-existing condition. Life is a pre-existing condition. What we need to do is have mental and social and every other coverage, but have medical coverage that takes care of all of us and properly has them treated, not creates conflict or murder. And I want to mention two things, people. 